Delusion, Nocturnes and Nightmares has been extended through November 19th. We'll hear all about it. That's coming up on today's show. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is our 61-day Hauntathon, where we're counting down to Halloween by celebrating haunted houses daily via videos, podcasts, and VIP in-person experiences. This podcast is just one part of this year's Hauntathon, and the best way to follow everything is by subscribing to our newsletter or by checking our website at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. And remember, the best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. Today, we're sitting down with John Braver, the creator of Delusion, to learn more about this year's show. And Manny from our team has the interview. Without further ado, here's Manny and John. I am John Braver. I'm the creator of Delusion. Delusion Nocturnes and Nightmares is a culmination of all the previous stories brought into this one through line, this one narrative, where the author of the Delusion series is missing and all of her stories have come to life and you gotta track her down mm-hmm. and uncover their dark agenda. Mm-hmm. It's an interactive play where you play your part in a story. It's very narrative driven with professional actors and stunt people and sound design. It's like you're inside of a movie. How do you think about something new every single year? What is that process like? I'm like a delusion fan anyway. I I think about myself as, what are some new things I'd like to see? What's a new way to experience the same type of venue? Because we've been at this venue for three years, but it still feels very new. And I think people who've been here for the last two years will will still feel lost in this world. But in terms of coming up with new ideas, I have to say there's plenty of them, but they don't always fit in a story. To me, it's... Everything revolves around the story. It's very narrative driven and it has to make sense, even though a lot of it sometimes doesn't make sense, to be honest, even as I'm writing it. But the ideas come from, especially the last three years, have come from this Esther Phillips character from this mansion. So this is the 140 year old mansion. Esther and Louis Phillips lived here and I wanted to take their just their names and build a whole new story around them. So it starts off with the logistics of how you're gonna move a group through a story. And then I have a book of stories that I'd like to pull from and sometimes they fit in certain years and sometimes they don't. I'm, I have a bunch of ideas, but they just ha- they have to work, they have to fit. And the ideas come from wherever, like they come from dreams, they come from video games. There was a, one of my favorite games is called Little Nightmares, which is incredible. <laughs> yeah. and, and that was a big inspiration for some of the things like the tall lady in this story. There's okay. a, so I like get ideas from that and then just things will just come to me at random moments, but it has to be a cohesive story. So mm. I think the idea of, for, especially for this year, the idea of an author creating all the delusion stories was super cool to me. It was mm. very, meta and it was the idea that like I have it's painful to write these things Mm -hmm. and so for her the idea was that it's painful it's not only painful for her to write these stories but it's such a curse that it just drives her completely mad and then I tried to think of what's a way to give more an emotional tug to Mm -hmm. the story so the idea of her writing these entire series just to get her daughter back to life Mm -hmm. was a really gripping gripping tale so it's a dark story which are the worlds that I live in anyway. Um, <laughs> Great. But it's super fun. It's just, it, but their stories come, from, the ideas come from anywhere, but it, oh, there is a foundational through line mm-hmm. for all the delusion stories and it culminated with this one. Mm-hmm. And in that same vein, talking about all these different stories, when you're 
making the decisions on what to pick and choose from the various years that went into this insane culmination. What is the mindset? Is it more what's the most practical? What do you think is just the most badass or what got the most fan reaction? Yeah, uh, those three. <laughs> the, the, the fan reactions, I don't, I'm, I make sure that like, when it comes to something like stunts, mm -hmm. we don't do anything for shock value. It's more, does it fit? Is it practical? Does it serve the story properly? So I'll have a list of things from all the past <laughs> and uh, gags from all the past and storylines and characters. And then I just pull them into this thread it's a tapestry of story that I just, mm. I can pull them into a single thread mm. that carries through and what fits. But it has to also be engaging and exciting. So for example, I don't, I cannot spoil it, but like we did something this year we've never done before mm. with a group. And it turned out to be a pretty badass experience. <laughs> to your point, it's what's a badass moment? Action sequences, right? Mm. Every year we do action sequences. Yeah. And this year opens up with a big action sequence. So. Um, Can you say anything along the lines of the of the VIP experience? As a VIP guest, you get to actually take this step further with player parts, and you get to play a zombie in an actual sequence of the show, where you mm -hmm. get to scare other guests. And so I know we talked about it briefly, but can you talk about one, what's next for you, and then two, what's next for Delusion? I think Delusion will always be with me. They are slightly different paths but delusion's always a part of me so i for me personally i need to start taking all these characters these over 50 characters and nine stories and start pulling them into the filmed world mm -hmm. because i have a daughter who's 14 now a lot of for me is about legacy stuff and these shows are great and she can come and see them but they don't once they're done mm -hmm. and so i need to start making the films and making tv series based on these she and all the rest of the braver family can go back <laughs> in and see their dad's work mm. so that's a big part of it for me but delusion has a special place in a lot of people's hearts and i don't want to end that the idea of bringing back some of the old shows would be a wonderful option as well too mm. i don't want it to end but i feel like we've if it did this is a nice sort of wrap up to mm. that and allows me to focus on the film properties. Yeah. You mentioned legacy and I thought that's interesting. How much would you say that you act with the mentality that you would love to leave a lasting legacy? Like how important is that in every decision you've been making, especially with the show? Uh, it's becoming more and more important. Mortality sets in for me. Like uh, just after my mom died in 2015, mm -hmm. everything after that was about mortality. It was like everything's finite and mm -hmm. it can end at any moment and i'm proud of what we've done with delusion and the fact that we actually have really exceptional fans of this show people who care very much about it i think that in itself is a wonderful legacy but it still needs to be recorded on film i still feel you <laughs> you, you need to go back you can go back and look at this trailer for this stuff yeah but to actually go back and see a story a complete mm -hmm. story whether it be, again, maybe it's film, maybe it's a novel. Mm. There's a lot of options to go. But something physical and sustainable mm. and, and revisitable. <laughs> Is that a word? <laughs> yeah, sure. We're See, making words, John. You made you delusion. It don't matter. Okay, good. <laughs> We're That's delusional right. here, right? Exactly. That's right. That's right. So you've been doing this for so long and you do want to pivot. If you were to take a step back from delusion, like a much bigger step than you're thinking to say the films do super well and you don't even have time to think about this what would you like to see happen to delusion i think if you can you can make this a 
financially viable thing, even though it's, it's done okay, it's still with the low numbers, mm. it's still hard to sustain it. I would like to see it, I would like to see it, I like to see people have the opportunity to live in these stories every year. Mm. I would like that to continue. And maybe it continues with, again, maybe it's, maybe it's me, but probably not. Mm. <laughs> maybe it's my assistant director, Victor, who's the GM of Haunted Hayride now. Like mm. he's, and he does all the sound design for this, but he's the one that knows he shows best. So if there was somebody to pass this on to, it would be him. Mm. It's time to pass that on. And uh, either it's the old shows or it's something new within Under the Delusion banner, then I would be totally down for that kind of stuff. Just as long as I think it's really important that these experiences remain mm -hmm. and that people can actually connect and put their phones away and have a tangible experience. It's super important. I think these are more these live experiences, especially post pandemic, is like more important than ever. Yeah. So it's a bit of a mission statement to keep it going, but both in the live and the filmed realm is we can do both. Yeah, so of course. It's going to happen. Yeah. Going back to the fact that you have someone currently running Hayride, you've been working with 13th Floor for a while, but you've, during your tenure, you've had, I still can't believe Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris was a part of this at one point, right? Yeah. <laughs> but what, how has overall that journey treated you? What, what has been, I guess, those checkmark moments where you felt like, okay, this is the next step. Now this is the next step. Now this is the next step. Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's the, I've always, I've wanted to make next steps into, as I said, the more film properties, but it's Delusion is such a beast of a show that it occupies so much time that it takes a lot of my focus away. So I see the next step, but then I get wrapped into the world of creating the live shows that I lose time to do the other things. Mm. So I think the, and to be totally honest, like that, the next steps have been delayed because of the live show. Wow. They need to, that's why I need to step back, but yeah. I, I mean, that's why I joined 13th Floor. I'm, my title is Director of Immersive Entertainment. Mm -hmm. It's not Creative Delusion. It's, so the idea is to, let's, we can continue this and let's do this, but just like I have a guy, who, a friend of mine at Netflix who does live experiences and he oversees it, he's not writing them. Like, mm. I need to be in that position when I just like overseeing it. All right, Victor, you got delusion. Cool. All right, let's do a show in Chicago. All right, somebody else, you go and run it. Let's run uh, his Crimson Queen. Let's find a place over there and let's run it over there. Mm. Meanwhile, I'm going to go shoot the movie of this. So there's multiple things need to happen. Yeah. But we haven't been able to do that just because this is because I'm so heavily involved in this. Yeah. So next steps have been delayed. But at the same time, it's I'm not I'm no regrets over it. It's Absolutely. just. There's a time for everything and the time has come to make, to just force myself yeah. into that next step. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope and original music composed by Chris Thomas. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts, videos, and events in our 61-day Hauntathon. Follow along at the link in our show notes. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. That's gantam.com demo. Our Hauntathon team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. And our content partners for this year include Attractions Magazine, Creepy Kingdom, Freaks of HHN, Hauntopic Radio, Kevin Heimbach, Muse TV, 
Omni Adventures, Scare Track, Sharp Productions, That Halloween Podcast, The Horror of Being Emily, The Scare Factor, and This Weekend with Nick Pagliocchini. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We'll catch you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. Until next time, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.